Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com podcast, December 18th edition, the second we've done today. Myself and Showdown Joe actually covered UFC on Fox 22, as well as several fights that the UFC booked, and uh, some Conor McGregor news on a, a show earlier today. If you missed last Friday's Shane Helms show, we talked total nonstop deletion. Thursday, I was with Matt Riddle, who is king of controversy yet again this weekend, at no fault of his own this time. Either way, guys, this episode is brought to you by Skills, the worldwide leader in mobile esports. Play the games you love and win real cash prizes. Go to skills.com slash fight, that's skills with a Z, on your iOS or Android device uh, and download your favorite free games. When you make a deposit, Skills will double it. And then when you use the promo code FIGHT, you will get an additional $10 in free bonus cash. That's skills.com slash F-I-G-H-T. Help out the podcast. Make a little bit of money. I promise I am not going to take your money anymore. You hear me saying I'll do it at Draft Beast all the time. I'll let you keep your own money from now on. No big deal. We are joined by Fightful.com uh, associate editor Alex Pawlowski, who covered this event. Alex, how are you? Well, uh, the weather outside is frightful. But as you can see, Jesus Christ, the fire is so delightful. Uh, it's, um, in Fahrenheit, it's, uh, one degree outside. It's a degree, a single degree. Uh, so what's that uh, in real temperature? I have no, oh, I don't know. 75. I have no idea how it works. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we'll have to figure out what the conversion rate is and get back to you on that. People who live in far off lands. Speaking of far off lands, you just saw her, Anna Bauert, who does uh, WWE Most Ridiculous Moments of the Week every week for us at Fightful.com, also sent in some pretty nifty uh, or NXT Australia clips, which you'll see us post all week long. Anna, turn your volume down a little bit. I hear an echo. With your crazy kilometers and your, your Celsius and all this, this shit that you, you – just throw at us. The real measurements, yeah, yeah. Oh, give me a break. 
Who's your Who's your favorite reindeer? I gotta ask you. I bet it's Dasher. Oh, <clears throat> uh, Comet, perhaps. Comet, I doubt it. Uranus, is there a Uranus one? <laughs> Sorry. What the I hell? That's a terrible joke. Terrible joke. You're better than that. She'd fit Either right way. in on SmackDown. Yeah, she would. She'd fit right in with WWE writing in general. Either way, WWE Roadblock, end of the line. It had to be called end of the line because there was already a roadblock this year. They couldn't have just called it WWE something else. Unforgiven. They had Unforgiven. Armageddon. It could have just been end of the line. Yeah. Yeah. That works too. That works too. Uh, either way, we're going to talk all about the show. Uh, we're going to promote Anna's show, of course, which uh, all of you need to be watching. That is incredibly entertaining stuff from Anna Bauert. But uh, let's talk this this roadblock end of the line show. Alex, you're going to get triggered right from the jump. Yep. <laughs> Big Cass, Rusev, Enzo comes out after seeming to redeem himself a little bit. He kind of went back to his old ways a little bit. How did you feel about it? Did you get mad? Enzo gave an interview. I'm not sure to who he talked about how he was fully expecting to do that whole hotel scene, like talking about how Lana wanted his certified D and everything like that. But when he got there, they were like, no, 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 you got you to gotta be more sympathetic. And so you got to, you know, like, he says, oh, okay, so I'm going to play the shy guy who doesn't really want to be there and maybe he should leave and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so we all know now that Enzo really is that New Jersey douche. And they had to, like, have him tamp it down to be the guy who we might have felt sorry for getting his skull crushed by a flower vase. Um, but he comes out this time and we see he's got no remorse. He's right back to being uh, New Jersey douche. Um, the promo that Enzo and Cass gave before the match was longer than the match. Uh, I don't know what this was. It, I was so excited to, for them to actually have a match on the pre-show that meant something and wasn't just like, hey, cruiserweights, go out there and jump around for a while. Like, it was a, a real feud, but it, it, I don't, it lasted two minutes. I don't know what, what it was. I had a feeling this match was not going to be too hot. It was not too hot. Uh, it's like, the, you know, there, there are styles clashes and styles that, that match up, and, and you think it'll just work. I didn't think that these two would work. I think you got to put Big Cass with a very special person. At this point, I think it's maybe a little harder to work around him than it is Braun Strowman, but, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Anna, what do you think of this? this is Lana in the wrong at all here? I mean... I'm confused. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's – they have painted themselves into a corner a bit, I think, in that they've set up this thing with Enzo. And he, yeah, certified douche completely. But then she is – it's hard to feel sympathetic for either parties at this point. And well, I, I mean, okay, I'll put, I'll put it like this. And thankfully, Michael Cole kind of said, well, to Lana's credit, she was approached by a naked Enzo. Like, what if you were at NXT Australia with one of your boyfriends and some random NXT star walked up with his wiener out? You would expect your boyfriend to beat him up. 
Yeah. You would expect yeah. it to happen. If Alex were, were there with, with his wife at House of Hardcore and Tommy Dreamer comes shaking a schlong around, I would expect Alex to maybe backhand him. Did that happen? I Alex? think No, there was there was mercifully very little <laughs> schlong involved at House of Hardcore. So mercifully. I don't know. I'm okay with. I'm well. I don't know. You got to make Thetic and Lana more of more of a, a, a conniving person in this situation. Like, like maybe have Lana like plot to make that happen. So maybe it gives Rusev his edge back. But Rusev ain't getting his edge back, I guess. But this is exactly it, though. Rusev is definitely coming across as the face in this. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. the most confusing yeah. part of all of it? Yeah, I mean, we, sad. we all have, we all, at some point in our life, had that friend we had to apologize to people for. You know what I mean? And that's that's Enzo to Big Cass. If Big Cass came out this past week and said, "Listen, you two, I'm really sorry for my friend. He can be a total dick sometimes. You probably shouldn't have beaten him half to death." But I'm going to let that slide this one time. And everything's fine. We go back to normal. But no, he's got to like take up. He's got to be on the side of his best buddy who's legitimately, objectively in the wrong. Well, here's the thing. We got to watch this tomorrow night, too. Not cool with that. No, it's I'm more cool with Enzo implying that he was a male prostitute. Cool, dude. (laughs) I I guess that was the whole thing. You guys still owe me money. So, So certified G stands for gigolo. That's the I hope that Carmella is. I hope Carmella jumps brands and she is actually his pimp and she just beats the living shit out of Lana. <laughs> like, give me my money. I want my money and I want it now. Uh, uh, also, I, I'm cool with Sam Roberts and Peter Rosenberg and people like that uh, appearing on these pre shows. Sure, it's it's better than Jerry Lawler recycling lines from the 80s. So, whatever. Uh, a fun fact, I did actually reach out to both of those guys about doing podcasts on Fightful, but we were able to land Matt Riddle and Shane Helms, so those are the breaks. Now, we had this Raw Tag Team Championship match. We have new tag team champions in Cesaro and Sheamus right after New Day breaks this record. A lot of people kind of saw it coming. I thought we were past the Sheamus-Cesaro odd couple deal. Um, there, there are a lot of things. In this match that I want to unpack, first off, uh, I wonder how much New Day spends every year on gear because it's a lot. Uh, there is no move more beautiful, in my opinion, than that springboard uppercut that that uh, Cesaro does. That's awesome. I got to see a Big E Cesaro-like singles feud where these two just have more impressive displays of strength with each growing uh, show. Anna, were, were you surprised to see Shaysaro? Uh, I've gotten in that habit because of Alex. Damn you, Alex. Uh, were you surprised to see them end this legendary tag title reign of New Day? I'm not surprised New Day lost the titles. I am, yeah, kind of surprised that they lost it to them. Um, I, it, I'm happy, though, because I don't get to be a smark about it, and I don't quite know where this is heading. Um Hopefully to Gallows and Addison. Just putting that out there. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, it should be interesting. 
Xavier yeah, Woods cheated many times in this match. Like they showed those heel tendencies, Alex, which they have done a little bit lately. Yeah. They, they've done that a little bit, but I, I do like that it, it conveys that they are willing to do anything to protect their legacy. I, I wish they would say that more, but this was, a, I, I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was, it was a fun watch. I don't know where the Shasara was saying, or oh, you've messed me up for life with this thing, Alex. <laughs> Somebody said that it actually shouldn't be uh, Cesaro. It should be Cesarus as though it was a dinosaur. Which, <laughs> I'm fine with either way. Um, yeah, the, the, match was, the match was great, but I, I, I still feel like it's just waving a giant flag that says the only reason we kept the titles on the New Day for this long was so they could beat the de- Demolition's record. And now that they did that, and we can say in double middle fingers to you, Demolition, for getting involved in the lawsuit. Now we can take the titles off them. Like if you had kept the titles off on them, even until tomorrow, like at Raw, it might not have been so obvious. But to me, it was, it's, still, it's a very obvious decision now that that was the only reason you kept the titles on the New Day for this long. Um, but I think the right guys have it, unless they're going right back to the whole we hate each other and don't get along anymore. Like you guys just made it past that chapter in your story. <laughs> now you're, you were friends and now you're not anymore. And I don't understand what changed. Why did you go back to I not being they, friends? I think they needed more segments like that. Barbara to really establish their friendship and that they were willing to put their differences aside. Um, <sighs> I mean, congrats to new day. Oh, they had a hell of- go ahead. I was going to say, the only thing that changed it was that Cesaro embraced the New Day at the end. That's, yeah, it was so left of field as to that's going to set it off again. Well, and Seamus, Seamus was still a dick about it, and there was really nothing. And congrats to New Day on, on their great reign. I mean, they got, these three guys were dead in the water at this point. The way that Big E looked like he was on the way up, and they just put him down into the ground. Kofi Kingston had his shot and kind of had it pulled away from Randy or-, or because of Randy Orton. Xavier Woods, that guy had to think of something. He had to do something. And now he is an indispensable member of this WWE roster between this situation and the up, up, down, down thing, which has just exploded in popularity. So – I I can't, I can't put these guys over enough for what they've been able to accomplish. Now, you'll hear a lot of people say, well, the rain wasn't that impressive. They didn't defend it a lot. They lost a lot of matches. They did, but, I mean, you look back at some of the teams that Demolition was beating, that's another thing. Oh, hot damn. I went off on several people last week because of this. There are people that were like, New Day didn't accomplish anything. They were written to have this rain. <laughs> Get the hell over yourself. Find a girl... And get over yourselves. You're a dork. That's it. Also, uh, Big E's going to kill himself doing that dive. I'll say that every time he does it. <sighs> I, You want to know the, t- the, the moment that I knew for a fact the Jericho Owens thing was a giant work, guys? What was that? When Jericho turned down a star- scarf. Because there ain't no way he's turning down a scarf. <laughs> work. Sami Zayn versus Braun Strowman, 10-minute time limit. I'll tell you this, Sami Zayn would not have lasted two minutes with Crazy Steve because I watched him kill a man that Braun Strowman just beat a few months ago. 
But, uh, oh, Crazy Steve just snapped the neck Seagal style, and that was that. That's what you get out of the total nonstop deletion, you guys. Did you watch that, Alex? I, I did. I did watch it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was something that's, else. That's, that's the usual reaction. That was something else. I mean, the, the volcano, anytime you can have a volcano involved in the finish of a match, you got to do it. I uh, was talking to Shane Helms, and I was like, well, what were some of the difficulties in filming that? And he goes, well, I never thought I'd say this in a wrestling setting, but we'd film something, but the volcano wasn't ready. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Anna, are you buying this Braun Strowman? Are you buying Sami Zayn even lasting 10 minutes with Braun Strowman? Uh, how, how did this play for you? I think the way they did it worked. I, I mean, they needed Foley in there to prolong it. Otherwise, I don't think. I mean, it was just a weird reaction. It was kind of like I was expecting to be more into seeing this man be, um, I was going to say deleted, killed. Um, <laughs> but it was the same. I, I felt like the same with the crowd. It was just kind of like we know what's coming, but this isn't as entertaining as we thought it would be. Like I don't particularly want to see a man die. Um, Total nonstop deletion isn't for you then. Mm, it's <laughs> and if they had some fireworks and stuff like that, that you know, you never know. They did. Um, they had fireworks. They had volcanoes. They had all kinds of shit. No, I mean tonight. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was okay. I thought it was. Uh, I-, I like this. I could see this going until WrestleMania. I could see Sami Zayn eliminating Braun Strowman or vice versa from the Royal Rumble. Something happens at the February. I don't know which brand has the February or March show. And then WrestleMania, either Zayn gets his big pinfall win or Braun Strowman just murders him. And I'd be cool with either one, to be honest with you. Um, I'm really Alex, excited I can to say see this. where this goes. But I just don't know I, how they're going to do it. Yeah, I, I am too. Also, Alex, uh, Braun Strowman doesn't half-ass anything, does he? No, he does not. He does not. Um, I could not have been more dissatisfied with this match. This was something I was looking forward to all week. And the, the first half of it was, was really great. And then Mick Foley comes out with the towel. And I was like, this is awesome. And then they talk about the towel for three of the ten minutes. And it just like... Uh, and I guess I, I didn't realize that that Sami Zayn would be declared winner if he just survived. I thought it would be like a time limit draw and yes. nobody wins. But, the, but to declare Sami Zayn the winner of the match just because he was breathing at the end of it doesn't seem right to me. That seems weird. Um, uh, Braun was great and did all the things he needed to. I love the idea of him telling Mick Foley, listen, you got to throw in this towel because if you don't, I'll murder this guy. But the problem he was has more that, of a conscience than Foley does. Yeah, Foley, Foley comes out. Poor Foley. What was he wearing? Like, how did he take that leather jacket from Big Show's closet? Like, it was huge on him. That was ridiculous. The whole thing was, yeah. Anna, you can use that next. To, the whole damn thing was ridiculous. But um, I, I will say this, Alex. As a Bengals fan, winning by not losing is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that really tie, is. you gotta love the tie. Uh, listen, the whole thing was that now that you know Sami Zayn just survived, I would have been fine with the whole thing if the way it ended was was that was it. 
But then Braun, realizing that he had lost the match, snaps and destroys Sammy anyway. Like the fact that Sammy gets to walk out up the ramp with his hand held high and Braun does nothing about it kind of, you know, makes me wonder what Braun's been all about. I mean, this is all going to change tomorrow when, you know, Braun gets put in a match with somebody and, you know, breaks their back kayfabe or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, and we get a we get to go right back into this whole thing. Uh, I think that now you get if you if you position Braun as being in his eyes humiliated by this whole thing and embarrassed, and now he's really angry, then you've got something to work with. But um, yeah, this the whole thing with Sammy just you know I'm alive for so I won. That's just not something I was looking for. But then technically we're all winners, so. Every well, day that's, that's society today, unfortunately. Yep. yep. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, well, I mean, I don't like the, the idea that he won. I, I, I'm with you, Alex. I think it should have been a draw. It should have been – they should have announced, Sami Zayn has survived. Yeah, Congratulations. The yeah. prize is that he, he lives. Yeah. Murdered. Yeah. Anna, what do you think of this Seth Rollins-Chris Jericho match? I really enjoyed it for the art of it and the wrestling of it. I think there wasn't enough reason for it, though. I mean, it was there to propel the KO Jericho thing. But in terms of Rollins, it's what are they actually doing? I mean, there's Triple H, but it just, yeah, it just kind of, it should have been so much more than it was. I, I couldn't get into it personally, either before or during it. It was a little slow for my liking. Like, I don't know if Rollins has been in there with the right guys lately to really enhance. As I just knocked off my pop filter from my microphone because I'm smooth. I don't know. Like, this just was. This wasn't a fun watch for me. Alex, what'd you think? Yeah, it was one of the worst pay-per-view matches I've seen in a long time. Oh, for a lot of really? reasons. For a lot of reasons, it was slow. The build was bad. Uh, I don't understand why they're fighting anymore. I understand why they why they made the match to begin with. But leading up to this thing, like, Seth and Jericho should have been friends for the amount of the, that they both hated Kevin Owens. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there, there, was, there was no heat to the match to begin with. I didn't understand how the match was, was booked through it. Like... It was just it was it was just boring. Like I didn't understand why it was happening, uh, the way it was happening, uh, and and then you know the foregone conclusion of Kevin Owen comes down. He tries to get involved. He he you know quote unquote costs Jericho the match, and Jericho eats a pedigree. I mean we all knew that was going to happen. I don't know why they took you know fifteen minutes of rest holds to set it up. Just do it. Yeah, you know. Um, which is too bad because I love I love Seth Rollins. I want the Seth Rollins who was uh, the Seth Rollins who had the Money in the Bank briefcase. That's the guy that I love and I keep wanting back. The guy who had yeah. the, the triple threat with Cena and and Lesnar at the Rumble. I want that guy, mm-hmm. and I I just I don't see him anymore. Maybe he's maybe he's being safe because of the knee, you know. But I mean, like it, it just I don't see the guy who's just given it every every sec everything he's got every match out. I, I had a lot of people saying uh, that there were no stakes to this match. That doesn't always take me out of it, but 
there was like I didn't know what was the what I mean I get it he he's upset at, at Chris Jericho he already beat the shit out of Chris Jericho in a parking lot that's it send him home I, I didn't get the, I didn't understand the reason of uh, we'll we'll talk about what happens we'll talk about how this finished up later uh, WWE Cruiserweight Championship match TJ Perkins Rich Swan Brian Kendrick. Austin Aries is on commentary. Uh, he reiterates that he will be participating in the cruiserweight division uh, when he gets healthy. There was a spot here where TJP let go of a knee bar that, that Rich Swan was in. And the commentary let him have it when he let go when Rich Swan grabbed the ropes, uh, as, as they should have. It is an ODQ match. And a lot of people were saying, well, he could have won. Well, no, he couldn't have won. And the reason a lot of people didn't know this is because WWE doesn't explain the damn rules. It's not that hard to have Corey Graves go on for 30 seconds on a WWE YouTube video every week and say, hey guys, here are the rules of WWE. And he explains a new one each week that people might not know. Uh, You can't gain a submission there because someone is technically out of the ring if they have a rope break. Uh, But you don't have to let go of that submission because there's no DQ. So you can just hold it there until the guy's crippled, then drag him to the middle of the ring and reapply it or or pin him. That's somebody's it's somebody's job to do that. It's somebody's job to let fans know why that is. It certainly hell, it certainly shouldn't be my job. I shouldn't even be going on this rant right now. That should have been Byron Saxton or not Byron Saxton, Austin Aries, Corey Graves or or Michael Cole doing that. Uh, Swan retains in a match that I thought really had the opportunity to get the crowd back after that Jericho Rollins match, but unfortunately it didn't. Uh, let's talk about the match first, Alex. Yeah. Itself. What'd you think? Uh, I thought it was fine. Um, the, the When you have um, Kendrick in a match like this, he's only good for those those spots where he's just trying to maim a guy in any way he can. Uh, that, that's, that's his deal. Um, I didn't see a lot of that. Um, uh, Sean, you famously hate the, the captain's hook because in a shoot fight, it's easy to get out of, uh, but no one's done it yet in the ring in a WWE thing. So, so in that, in that capacity, I like it. I like the way it looks. I like the way Rich Swan takes it. Mm-hmm. it. It makes it look, it makes it look like it, it, you know, it's legitimate. Um, and you know, I like that. I like that whole thing where where he had Swan in that in that move, and Perkins pulled him out of it only to put the knee bar on Kendrick. Those are like cool things you can do with submission based cruiserweights in a triple threat. There wasn't a lot of flippy spots. Um, I liked th- I liked that that Swan took advantage of the situation right after a double super kick on Kendrick. He immediately turned and hit uh, Perkins with a kick to to take the win. Uh, I like him being a bit of an opportunist there, um, but this this match, the match isn't what this this thing was for. It was for the end and and the saving of the cruiserweight division. Yeah, uh, and I will say the the captain took it can work in a shoot fight scenario if you uh, have enough leverage. I've seen it happen with Raquel Pennington. Uh, she won with the bulldog choke. Uh, Carlos Newton. I think either he got he landed one or got caught in one. 
but you really you have to be across their body to do it. And there are times when Brian Kendrick does that, and it looks really, really awesome. Then there are times where it looks like a side headlock, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, just sit out. Yeah. Anna, I want to fly you to America. We will meet in Wisconsin. We will hold hands with Alex and frolic through the wintry weather because this is a situation that happened after the match that the three of us have been begging for. I almost wrote a physical letter to WWE one time uh, until I realized that they didn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, Neville showed up, and he wrecked shit. He showed up, he had a beard, and he wrecked shit. This was awesome. Yeah. I wrote down one note for that entire match, and it was Neville's turn just made 2016 worth it. <sighs> that was um, special for many people. Um, tears. <laughs> many tears. So, so tell me, you, give me a little bit more here, Anna. You're being <laughs> too coy about this shit. Come on. Um, I lost my shit. I lost my shit. Look, there it's been – they needed to do this. I think they were spot on with Jack Gallagher last week because that was – I mean, Kendrick has been the personality of the division so far, but I think they put him in a corner a bit with the position he was in with the title and everything. And then they brought Jack Gallagher up to do that shtick and, you know, that was another burst. But this – they needed someone like Neville, who we all know, who were all behind and been desperate to see him do something on the main roster for ages. They needed this. And I think it's just a win for humanity, for the human race. This is the first time I've cared about Neville since probably the U.S. Open, since that match with Cena. And before then, I didn't. I probably didn't care until I think there was a match with Rollins that was really good. I think maybe that was. I feel like that was an open match too. And I, other than that, I didn't care about him since his since his debut. Um, we got to get you to stop being so reserved, Anna. <laughs> I'm worried about the like the flippy time thing. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Don't worry about the flippy time thing. Give us a dash <laughs> of your personality, Jesus. Fine, Alex. Tell me how great this was. <laughs> Alex. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Um, when I just thought that it was Neville joining the cruiserweight division, when that's all I thought it was, when his thing came, when his little comet came down from heaven and was about to strike his caped self up on the stage, I let out, Neville! Because I've just been waiting for Neville to be part of the cruiserweight division. He's he's a cruiserweight, and he's great, and everyone knows who he is, and he can get other guys over. It's perfect. Why haven't they done it? Then he goes into the ring, and he turns heel. And I would just sat there smiling for like 20 minutes. Like, this is the most perfect thing they could have done. It saved the cruiserweight division. Like, this guy is he's, – he's so talented – and he's never been allowed to show any personality. He's just the guy who flips. Like, I, he was on Superstars for months. And every week when I was covering Superstars, I'd have to write the same match. He would do the same things and <laughs> end it with the red arrow. Or that would be it. it. Whether he was facing Curtis Axel or Jinder Mahal, that was it. 
the same thing over and over again. I was like, this guy's in a rut because you put him there. If you take him out of that rut, he can be a star. Make him a star. Make him do something. This was so much better than anything I could have hoped for. Uh, if you're a cruiserweight and Vince Russo likes you, that probably says a lot about you. As, like, you got to be doing something to get Vince Russo to lo- overlook a lot of the things that he doesn't usually overlook. Uh, and he has spoken repeatedly. He said, I wish I could have worked with Neville. I wish I could have worked with Neville. I'm like, damn, man, did you have an elf storyline? Like, what was going on here? Well, but, uh, the thing with, with Neville is he's had the beard since he came back from the ankle injury. And when he mm-hmm. first showed up with the beard, I was like, ooh, that's a heel beard. When are you turning heel? I have a beard. And I forgot about it because it was months ago. Yeah. You are a heel, Sean. We all know that. I'm not a heel. No, no, no. It all depends on the kind of beard. The way the beard was, it was kind of scruffy in the wrong places and well-kempt in others. Like, it was, it, was, it was definitely grown to be angular, so it almost comes to a point on his chin. That's a heel beard. He's, what? He's re- What's a heel beard? ready to go. There you go. That's it. That actually makes you Listen, look I got like my heel uh, beard on. That that makes you look like uh, Yukon Cornelius lost about a hundred pounds. Who in the hell is Yukon Cornelius? Oh, you're you disappoint me, Sean. I got a couple of actors on the show, guys. Pardon me if I don't know who the hell Ru- Rudolph Cornelius, Rudolph, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh, I'm you, sorry, you, I you haven't watched that oh. for a while. I was just really distracted. It, it just looks like you had like logs of shit around your mouth. That's sorry. How That's dare you? How dare you? <laughs> you did that to I don't yourself. want your personality anymore. <laughs> I don't want your personality anymore. I want you to sit over there and be, be quiet about things now and just be like, <laughs> I liked it. It was cute. <laughs> I'm speaking in my accent. Wait, that's British. Never mind. <laughs> Either way, guys. This show, in fact, is not brought to you by Alex or Anna. It's brought to you by Skills. That's Skills with a Z. Skills lets you play the mobile games you love and win real cash prizes. I personally love real money bowling, real money pool. I can't play either one of those games in real life, but I'm pretty damn good at them on Skills.com, and I've won some money doing so. Every Skills game is free to play, but what's really cool is that you also have the option of competing for real cash prizes. Uh, You can win money playing games on your phone. You can win up to $100 in a single tournament with entry fees as low as a penny. Skills offers a variety of games for iOS and Android devices, including puzzles, bubble popping, bowling pool, solitaire trivia, and more. In addition to tournaments, you can also compete with other players head-to-head. Skills matches you against players with a similar skill level, so the competition is always fun and fair. Compete whenever you want and win cash prizes playing the games you already love. Visit skills.com slash fight, that's skills with a Z, to learn more and download your free uh, games. Uh, They're going to become your favorites, guys, I promise. Try it for free, and when you make your first deposit, skills will double it. Then when you enter promo code fight, you will earn an extra $10 in free bonus cash on top of that. You really don't have anything to lose, guys. Uh, Check it out, skills.com slash fight. And, uh, of course, we thank them for sponsoring the podcast Despite uh, Anna's potty mouth and Alex's 70-year-old references. You get what you pay for, man. Y'all costing me sponsors here. It's no big deal. Tell that to David Tease when we can't afford a raise for him. How about that? How about that? You're going to ruin David Tease's Christmas? 
Everybody over here with their Christmas sweaters? Yeah, they're quiet now, aren't they? They're quiet now. Ah, oh. Alex, show the people what you have. Got my. Uh, I mean, teenage, your shirt. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I gotta uh, admit, that's pretty good. And I'm wearing a little vest over it to, because it's cold down here because I'm in my basement and it's one degree. I looked it up. That's negative 17 Celsius. Because your shoulders and your traps and yeah. like those sides need to be extra warm. Yeah. Well, it's it's 80.1 Fahrenheit here apparently. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yep. I had no idea it was summer there. I didn't realize the whole hemisphere thing. Either way, we had a Raw Women's Championship match, 30-minute Iron Man match. I was so pumped to watch this, and I knew that some people are going to hate on it no matter what. It could have literally been the best thing of all time, and people would still be angry, not only at the match, but that I enjoyed it. Whether it be because they're women or because they've wrestled a bunch already, whatever it is. There were... Uh, oh, I, th- I think this would have been perfect until the last five seconds. We'll get to that. Um, here's some of the notes I had. Sasha hit an incredibly difficult sunset flip off of some double knees to the shoulders. That was amazing. Uh, she's really, really smooth with those double knee spots. We got about 10 minutes in. No pins. I was very happy. We didn't get one until like 19 minutes in. Uh, there was this hilarious reaction from a guy in the crowd and then a crowd that saw his reaction when uh, Charlotte was bent in the bank statement, the crowd went crazy for it. My WWE network was really shitting the bed here. Sort yourself out WWE network getting sick of it. Anna, your thoughts on this match before we get to the last five seconds, because that, that's something in its own to talk about, but the first 29 minutes and 55 seconds of this match. They, I love that they are the workhorses of WWE at the moment. They, yeah, I could just watch them forever. And I think we are hey, watching I'm, them forever. Well, there's no rematch for this. They, they, they built the, the no rematch heavy clause, but I mean, these are going to be two staples of the mm-hmm. WWE for yeah. five, five to ten years. Look, uh, I, I have no problem with anything. Well, yeah, except for the little bit at the end. Um, my... And then the problem that I had, there's there's the disrespecting your babyface opponent while smacking them and taunting them that, Alex, it seems like we see in every single women's title match or at least every single women's feud, period. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's there's, there's certain beats that apparently have to be in all these matches. Uh, that one's one of them, the smacking and taunting and thing. Uh, but I, I like that it, that it went back and forth. You know that that either of them, when they were on top, uh, you know, were able to to use a little bit of taunting to to, to move the match forward. Uh, I liked that it was a stalemate for most of the match. Uh, there were a couple of great spots to get uh, to get the pinfall. The uh, the natural selection from the top rope uh, to to that was really great. Like the quote unquote the avalanche. Natural selection, that was a really cool spot that we haven't seen her break out before. Uh, I like that the um, that when Charlotte has Sasha in the figure four, it's one thing. 
and Sasha knows that if it transitions to the figure eight, it's a whole different ball game. So it's just, it's more Sasha trying to stop Charlotte from transitioning to the figure eight than it, than it really is getting out of the figure four. Because, because once she knows, once, it, once she bridges back, it's all she wrote. Uh, that's a really cool wrinkle in, in their, uh, their matches against each other. Um, yeah, there was, there, I had almost zero complaints with anything up until the last five seconds of the match. I think if anything, uh, Sasha should not have tapped out at the end. They should have pulled the old Ric Flair, puts them in it so hard that it, it pins her. Just that. Sasha Banks tapped out with one second left. Now, this th- type of thing does really happen, but I guarantee that whoever pitched this has never wrestled or grappled competitively. Because if, you, if you're doing it at that level, or if you're doing it at a smaller level, you just let it go for one more second. It's, I think it's personally insulting to the intelligence of the viewer to have Sasha do that. I think it was maybe Disco Inferno that tweeted that, uh, here you go, we're going to make you do this so you don't look like you have the heart of a champion. Congratulations. Anna, tell me your reaction to seeing Sasha Banks tap out with one second left. It was just, it just I, I understand what they were going for and it was perfectly in sync with the bridge, but it just made, it was stupid. It was really fucking stupid. Um, like there has yeah, to have been a better way to do that. The pin, that would have worked. The pin would have been fine. Then it's not Sasha's fault. It's not that Sasha doesn't have the heart of a champion. It's just her body gave out. Mm. That type of here, stuff happens. Here, if you want to go into into sudden death, here's what you do. You have them be tied two two, and then Sa- and Charlotte puts Sasha in that in the in the figure in the figure four for the last minute and a half of the match, and bridges into the figure eight for the last ten seconds, and Sasha doesn't tap out. Then it's two two, and because Sasha has the heart of a champion, then you go into sudden death, and then you can have Charlotte win. To have Sasha tap out with one second left, to then having that be the reason why it was tied going into sudden death, that's not how you do that. That can't be how you do that because you've just, you've just ruined that mystique. of you, it, when, when it was finally over and they did all those gratuitous crowd reaction shots, everyone was so upset. They did not like what they had just seen what they had just watched for 30 minutes, 32 minutes, whatever. It, that was not the way that you, that you do something for, the, for your fans before they've got to then go and watch uh, a match between Reigns and Owens. Like, it, this was, it was not the mood to put them in, and they, could, they, they should have known that. It kind of felt it was like... Really cool. Go ahead, sorry. It kind of felt like they were writing notes on the matches to, okay, well, it's going to go into this tiebreaker scenario let's just uh let's just leave a, a note here and then forgot to go back and revise what the note was that's yeah. the, the last couple of minutes in that overtime played out how the end of that match should have played out like it should have played out like that just scrap the overtime have them go into the last minute or so tied obviously sasha wasn't supposed to bleed out of her face Man, that was like, hard, like a horror. crazy woman. It was awesome. It it helped. It added to the match. There are a lot of times when people say, "Oh, blood adds to the match," and I'm like, "Horse shit!" You just want to, you just want it for the sake of it. 
this added to the match. Had this happened three minutes earlier, they would have been tied, and and Sasha gets pinned off of that figure four, or a natural selection to finish it. Hey, man, I think I think it adds so much more to it to me. It's the fact that they insulted my intelligence by by that. It's so easily remedied. Yeah, so easily remedied. It's it's so weird. Some, something else. Um, I don't going, know, but I, I love the match. Yeah, something else going into the match that I found odd is that um, the the no rematch clause really only applied to Sasha. Mm-hmm. This match tonight was Charlotte's rematch. She lost the last time they faced each other on Raw. This is her rematch. So mm-hmm. if she lost tonight, the rematch clause really wouldn't have come into effect. The rematch clause was only there. So that when Sasha lost tonight, she can't have another shot at it. Um, so it was a kind of weird thing to put it in there when it really only applied to one of them. And to me, kind of, uh, you know, telegraphed who was going to win. I always, once they, once they put that in there, I kind of knew it was going to be Charlotte who, who won this thing. Um, to me now, the, the big story coming out of this is, um, is Charlotte's pay-per-view streak is still intact. And it looks like it's not going to be Sasha, whoever breaks it. It's probably going to be Bailey. I hope it happens at WrestleMania. That would be a really great match. Anna, where do you think the next Raw Women's Title feud goes? Uh, it, you would normally hypothesize Bailey. I mean, Sasha apparently isn't getting a, a rematch. So, do you think it's going to be Bailey? I think it's Dana Brooke. What? Dana Brooke? Yeah. No, God, no. Um, no. Like, are you mad um, at me? What the hell? <laughs> Sorry, the the true beard threw me off um no it has to be bailey it has to be i don't see i mean even if they were to bring they wouldn't bring up oscar i don't yeah i don't know i I don't know if there are any plans for oscar to uh even come to the main roster there weren't when they hired her they were just planning on her Mm -hmm. being an nxt woman somebody some people in the chat are saying mickey james she's slated for smackdown but you know if they brought her up and she jumped the line ahead of bailey and that kind of pissed Bailey off. <laughs> hey, I could think of far worse things than that, and I bet that Mickey James could get a good match out of Charlotte. Uh, I'm excited to see where this goes for for WrestleMania, though. All in all, I thought this was an, a fantastic match. Just wish they would have sliced off that middle part uh, that, that, or that ending part uh, to lead into the overtime. Didn't think we needed that. Then we had Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Universal Championship. I cannot be the only person, Alex, who absolutely loathes Roman Reigns' clotheslines, can I? They look horrible. I don't like them. The ones in the I, corner, I don't like them. I don't like the ones where he gets airborne. I don't like them. No, no, I, I, don't, I don't like most things about Roman Reigns at this point. I, I, there's a lot of stuff he does in the ring that is fine. He's, he's Wolverine. Yeah. You can hurt him, but he'll heal immediately, and have it'll have no effect on him. And I just can't. Oh, that's, that that's the tradition of top baby faces in the WWE. I know, but it, to me, it, it, it's worse when he does it. I don't know. Um, Owens countering the drive-by with a super kick, very nice. Owens got a giant pop when he failed to break the announce table uh, <laughs> with his first splash. Then he went up and did it again. The crowd loved it. That was a great move. I want to know. I like. I, I like this match. I didn't the, the ending. I, I did like it, but if I'm at there live, I'm like, ooh, this is shitty. Because I was at Night of Champions 2014. 
I went to Nashville, Tennessee to watch Brock Lesnar wrestle, and I got a DQ finish. Now, that, that didn't make me happy. And I would imagine these people aren't happy. And the reason, <laughs> I guess they're like, let's send them home happy with two-thirds of a Shield reunion. Yeah. Anna, <laughs> uh, can you explain to me why Rowan Reigns and Seth Rollins are friends again? Um, desperation. They got I, a lot in common. The hair. Um, they both have nice hair. hair. Yeah. Same shampoo. Easy to Just hair. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's as good a reason as anybody has given me now because the WWE hasn't given me oh. a single reason. I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Uh, I did like the the shield, mini shield reunion on uh, tribute to the troops this week. That was pretty cool. <laughs> where they they were face to face with New Day and the club. That's pretty cool. Alex, where's this going? Tag match at the Rumble, Fatal Four Way at the Rumble. But here's the thing that I'm I'm wondering. I'm like, shit. Am I gonna miss out on like? Three or three of these guys in the Rumble, or four of these guys in the Rumble, or will they pull double duty? How will it work? Yeah, I I, I honestly don't know. Uh, the it really feels like to me like oh they're going to try and pull out all the stops and have all these extra matches and have these guys pull double duty, or for some reason have these guys not in the Rumble. Like you know, I mean, I guess they figure they have these two you know full rosters, but I mean if. Simon Gotch and Aiden English are in the Rumble. I'm just going to be upset. Like, you know, the, the guy, guys of that caliber should no longer be in the Rumble. You have enough top guys, considering other people you could bring up, like Samoa Joe from NXT, who should be in the Rumble, over anybody who's in an inconsequential tag team. Like, they, they do that all the time because they just want they wanted to protect other guys so that they don't get thrown over the top by, by somebody. But, like, it's the Rumble. You get thrown over the top. Uh, don't protect anybody. Put put people who have legitimate shots at uh, at being a, a main event type guy, or at least an upper mid carder. Uh, only those guys should be in the rumble from now on, as, as far as I'm concerned. The the end of this thing where where Jericho came down and intentionally uh, got Owens DQ'd, uh, and they and they showed. Now Owens appeared to not know any of this was going on. Now, it may have been a, a plan by Jericho from the beginning, but Owens appeared to have no knowledge of it. Uh, and then uh, as they were walking up the ramp together, back together, true love conquering all, Rollins came out, scared them back down to the ring. Owens got a spear. They double powerbombed Jericho through a table, then went and chased down Owens and powerbombed him through a table. And I wonder if everybody in the back realizes that you just turned Rollins and Reigns heel. Because everyone loves Owens and Jericho and wants them to be together. That's a thing everyone wants. So you, you decided to, to make these two guys the biggest heels on your entire roster. I mean, if you, if you did that intentionally, fine. Or if you're okay with that, cool. But I'm pretty sure you think we're supposed to cheer for that. And there's no way I'm ever going to cheer for these two guys who've just decided that all of the beef between them over the last two years is just like they got the little flashy thing from men in black in their eyes and they've forgotten all about it. I'm, I I can't get down with that. That's not cool. I hated the end of this pay-per-view. And you've done a lot of acting in your life, correct? Mm -hmm. Have you ever been on set 
and like something gets changed. I want an honest answer here, yes or no. And somebody says, we can't do this. We want to make these people likable. This is very unlikable. Let's switch this in the script. Oh, yeah. It's always you have to protect the integrity of the character and the relationships and where you're going forward with it. It has to make logical sense. With this, I feel like they collect, yeah, they're, they're grabbing at straws with, with Roman as to how to get this dude over. So, you know, of course, they're going to reach out to Rollins, but. There, there was a pretty good template about 18 years ago when they had a guy by the name of Rocky Maivia who they wanted over as a really big baby face. The people didn't want him as a baby face. Then they turned him heel. Like, and I'm not even talking about the nation of domination. Forget the nation of domination even existed. I'm talking like when he was in the WWF title tournament and the WWE, you know, there he was, there he was. And then he turned heel for like five or six months it took. And the crowd just started to cheer him because he was so cool. And they're like, okay, now we'll, now we'll do the face thing. That works. Let's do that. Uh, we have seen Roman Reigns in NXT be able to do things like he had this great, interview with i can't remember who the hell it was but the interviewer complained about roman reigns being late and he said why did you have something to go buy at the dollar store did you need to be on time for that and it was so perfect it was so natural reigns used to do this thing in fcw where he would come to the ring for his promos wearing sunglasses and a full suit with two buxom beauties on his arms and he just wait for everybody to shut up before he started talking like, this guy's a natural heel. He's really good at it. Even when he was just starting out back at FCW, why they insist on making him smarmy Joe and making and, just, and requiring me to cheer for him, that doesn't make any sense. Like, you've got a guy who's really, really good at being this thing, but you insist on him being the opposite of that. And, and, and he comes out to, to, to have his match for the Universal Championship and the boos were as deafening as anything I've heard. Like, like they hated him. I mean, I, I don't understand why, why. Like the whole like, well, love him or hate him, you're you feel very passionate about him. Like that. That's not fooling anyone. It's just. I was watching this in the general. I'm I'm at my parents' house at the moment, and mom was in the kitchen doing something, and heard the boos, and was like, "Oh, what's what's going on? Is it the bad guy do something?" Like, no, no, not at all. It just—it makes no sense at this point. They've tried everything with this guy to get him over. Why aren't they just pulling the pin and doing this? And then to play his his music at the very end of the show. Oh my god! Stop it! Just stop it. <laughs> so the thing is, the only the only real continuity the WWE has had over the past like ten or so years that they won't waver on is that their top baby faces are super wholesome, and it's like okay, well. If they won't make Roman go heel now, it's like, how do you ignore all the bad shit that he did in the Shield? Like, he's not above doing bad shit. Nobody is. Nobody is. I don't understand it. So we've got, like, what? No pay-per-views until the Royal Rumble now? Until the Rumble, yeah. Like five Holy weeks. Shit. Damn. Well, guys, it's, it may seem like a slow week. But we're going to have stuff at Fightful.com all week long. Me and Alex are – I know that Alex and Anna collaborated on 
a little something, which is kind of cool. I see it on the back end of the website right now, and I fear opening it up to look at the what I'm going it yet. It's, it's not quite done yet. It's like the turkey in the oven after only about two hours. You open it up yet, you're going to get worms. Mm. Oh, man. Uh, also, Kyler James has a, a spot or a uh, column coming this weekend on uh, realistic Royal Rumble surprises. Also, guys, hey, go over to the Sheedies and vote for us. The polls are about to close. They may close like any minute now. There's a link in the YouTube video and a link on the podcast page. Uh, go over there, vote for myself, Brandon Howard, Jeff, and Fightful.com. It would mean a whole lot if you all would go do that. Uh, we just started six months ago, so it was really really awesome for us to get nominated for, for uh, four of these awards. But, uh, yeah, like uh, we got a lot of stuff going on at Fightful.com this week from podcasts to live coverage. Go hang out on our live coverage and discussion boards. Uh, we've got the Shane Helm show. It's not taking a break this week. Neither is the Matt Riddle show. We're having our Christmas extravaganzas. Uh, somebody says, Brandon Howard, any more, anything more incoming? I like his stuff. Brandon Howard always has stuff incoming. He's working on a lot of stuff. Um, we have a lot more features coming your way. Uh, we had to sure up our news team, make sure that we had all that in place. And we're slowly adding stuff, like the kind of stuff that, that Alex does, the more humorous side. Uh, we're, we're adding video segments like what Anna does. I had people that are asking me to do like rules explanation pieces, like I'm pitching Corey Graves to do it. I might start doing those as well. <sighs> I, I, you know what, guys? Maybe I should have Anna break down that, that guy who punched the kangaroo because I legitimately asked her her opinion on it. Did you see that, Alex? I did see it, yes. Yeah. Anna, what did you think of that? Did, did the kangaroo have it coming? Well, apparently the kangaroo tried to attack his dog, which is yeah. kind of makes it more understandable, but just you don't do it. They will kill you. They will kill you. They are like the Brock Lesnar of the animal world. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have this image of kangaroos of like with boxing gloves on or something. You don't have to. I mean, even though a lot of them look like they're totally jacked and like they totally yeah. lift, bro. Um, it's their back legs you got to worry about because they will disembowel you. Uh, yeah, that guy is lucky that he got in one shot, and and it, it looked like you know the. You know, sometimes we're like you. You if you if you slapped Braun Strowman, and he would look at you like, "What? Why would you do that to me?" You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to murder you. Like he was just confused. And if the guy hadn't run away, he would he definitely would not uh, have have won that fight. So that that's what you're dealing with. Jesus! Like, now come that's, on, that's that, that kangaroo is on some clenbuterol and like some drostanolone, uh -uh. and like it's no. not passing a wellness test. <laughs> it's not a chance. No. He's 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 just on some KGH, kangaroo growth hormone. No, oh, come on, that was a horrible joke. How? Yeah, no, you got to stop that. That's terrible. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> Who gave you that? Who let you have that? I didn't see a notice up there saying that you had Google effects. Sure, why not? I'm, I'm part of this thing too. I know what, I know all your tricks. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for what has happened to us as, as a website on this evening. We have hit a low. 
You're welcome. <sighs> Disappointed, you guys. Hey, subscribe to us on iTunes. We're up there. Also, Stitcher. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave us a thumbs up on the video. We have all kinds of podcasts, like every single day. After Raw, after SmackDown, we have uh, the show with Showdown Joe Wednesdays at 1. After, uh, well, actually, and we have shows after UFC shows. Uh, let's see, Matt Riddle, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Shane Helms, Fridays at 1 p.m. All kinds of stuff, guys. That's my favorite thing to say about our site because we cover everything. We've got it all. Bernard Hopkins falling on his ass outside the ring in his last fight. Uh, embarrassing, terrible, horrible. I'll be talking about that with Showdown Joe this week. It's going to be a long week, you guys, as we await Christmas. Did you all get me any presents? We'll start with you, Alex. Uh, did you get me a present? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, then I got you one, too. It's, to- it's-, it's called a job, Alex. <laughs> well, that was, that was a present you got me back in July. I wasn't sure that the, the uh, present continued until now. But, yeah, no, it's, it's totally in the mail. Uh, I just need your address so I can have it shipped directly to you from Amazon. Yeah, I'll be sure to, to give that out here on the show because I'm yeah. pretty sure nobody would – Use poopsenders.com on me at all. <laughs> Anna, any presents? Well, you just said it there, so that's right. Poop senders? Um, I just thought you really liked Billy Madison, man. Um, mm. No, actually, I do. I, I yeah, I, I have something lined up. Sure, why not? Guys, we are back tomorrow night. Myself and Alex Palowski. Maybe Trina. I don't know if she's coming on the show or not. She said a lot of crazy shit last week. Go back and watch it. It was fun. It was fun. It she's was fun. unpredictable, that one. <laughs> she is. I, I, like, I like Trina a lot. Uh, Anna, where can they follow you? At Anna Bowett. B-A-U-E-R-T. Alex, where can they follow you? Uh, you can follow me at Palowski the fourth. P-A-W-L-O-W-S-K-I, the numeral four. TH, uh, along with my special secret Christmas project I'm working on with Anna, uh, I will also have, before Christmas, uh, a review of a Christmas movie that stars Bill Goldberg. So Alex pitched this to me, and I was all too excited to give him the thumbs up on this one. Now, if you're on the naughty list, you may not be able to see it, but all you nice kids out there will be able to to read my review of of this classic holiday movie you can follow me at sean ross Sapp. please follow us on twitter and facebook at fightful online also we're going to be releasing some of the videos that anna sent us from nxt australia uh we so have good. what's that so good so so good yeah i uh went to an nxt event in july and looking back i didn't realize how stacked it was but every match had like bailey or finn balor or oscar or Bobby Roode, or, or Finn Balor, or Nakamura, or American Alpha. It was the week before the draft, and I was like, damn. <laughs> I really lucked out. And heard they had some good shows over there in Australia. Mm-hmm. That was Roadblock, you guys. Catch you later.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.